This is a Fubar Radio podcast. You can subscribe to the app on Apple and Android. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. James Acaster on Fubar Radio. God, uh, I'm all over the shop straight away. Uh, everything was turned down But played play the James Acaster sting That was pretty good, everyone knows it's me uh, Welcome to the show uh, This week I've got Jim Bob From uh, Can't the Unstoppable Sex Machine with me And uh, let's see what is the, We're going to go straight into his uh, iPod as well We don't normally do that We go straight into it immediately Here we go Bass City Rollers Bye bye baby On Jim Bob's iPod Happy with that first choice? I'm very happy with that, yeah. Lovely. <laughs> start off at start off at the top by saying goodbye. It's always nice. Uh, big basic basic rollers fan? Uh, I, I think I was. I mean, I was sort of. I wasn't when I was because they were. You know, I was sort of old enough to to have been around to have been sort of a young teenager when they were in yeah. the charts. So I wasn't then. Right. Because they, you know, they're probably more of a girls' band at the time, aren't they? Do you remember everyone wearing the tartan and stuff? Uh, was it a big thing? I, I remember them playing, they played in a, like a cinema where I lived. Right. And I remember them being chased down the high street. Well, I wasn't there, but I remember everybody talking about it. Right, yeah. So, yeah, definitely, when, you know, when I was at school, God. obviously. I think uh, that kind of band gets chased. Yeah. Chased by... I've been, I've been chased in Japan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What if happened? You, if you're going to be chased, that's the place, yeah, that's yeah, the place yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, actually in, in, a, in a moving car with like yeah. sort of half the audience running down there in a traffic jam as well. Really? Yeah, yeah it's quite exciting. And, and was it after the gig? Yeah. So they yeah. were just like, they wanted more? I don't know what they were. <laughs> Either that or blood, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never come know. back again. They didn't look angry. Well. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? Is it different gigging in places like Japan? I mean, I, I, I guess obviously it is, but like, is yeah, there... Yeah, I, mean, t- I mean, you know, I haven't been for years, but... Yeah. Uh, it was it was yeah it was sort of radically different to everywhere else really because because uh, yeah. the because uh, the gigs were I'm, you know I'm probably sort of stereotyping <laughs> all the yeah. Japanese gigs but uh, all the gigs we did anyway were, were either in, were in in sort of shopping centres right. on the sort of tenth floor of a shopping centre yeah where there'd be a hotel there as well yeah and they'd sort of start at at about six and then they would finish at eight o'clock right. and everybody would be thrown out so they'd start there wouldn't be any coming. Yeah, you know, come and have a few drinks, hang around. Yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. No support bands, right? Just do the gig, and then uh, throw everyone out, and then you just then have to sort of find something to do for the next so that's fifteen what, hours. Well, they chase you down the street, though. Yeah, yeah but it's still light as well. Yeah, 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 it might as well. But yeah, it's kind of weird. So yeah, that was, that was different. What's your favourite? I mean, back then, were you how regularly were you gigging at one point? Was it every single night? Um, yeah, I mean, I think what what what, what years. What were you talking about? Uh, well, I mean, we start. I mean, we started in uh, 80, 87. Yeah. So around about sort of nine, nineteen ninety. Yeah. We sort of nonstop. Yeah. And then it just carried on until until we got more successful. Mm. And then we carried on doing, and then it sort of starts to thin out a bit. Right. You know. Cause do you, you get more selective? Just, just, yeah, yeah, I think you do. Like you know, you do sort of ten big gigs rather than thirty-five small gigs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's nicer. Well, where did you when you would choose places? What was, what were the places you were narrowing it down to? Was it more, uh, just is it was it the bigger gigs or just the nicer gigs or? Uh, no, we probably did. I mean, they probably were the standard gigs then, but you know yeah. they were. They're, now they're probably all O2 academies, but back then they yeah. were they were all called something else. You know, sort of yeah, large nightclubs or, or university sort of buildings and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so, uh, uh, do you think there's any? Uh, I mean, so you, you, you didn't listen to the Bay City Rollers when you were a teenager, uh, but you picked them up I would, more I would now. I've heard them a lot, but, yeah. but, def- but probably when I was, you know, in my sort of twenties or late twenties, started to really get into that kind of yeah. to glam rock music. And there's a thing, isn't there, when like maybe when you're a teenager and something's not cool. And then you yeah. have a moment where you realise... This is brilliant. You yeah. can like whatever you like. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's quite nice. It's, it's, I think it's a liberating feeling yeah. to suddenly just go, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. No one's going to look at me. And, and, and to share that. it with people because it annoys them. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. so I guess, yeah, obviously in your late 20s, there's still some people who... I still know people now who would very, very much just be like, there's just one type of good music and that is it. Yeah. And oh, they, yeah, they yeah. Don't, don't want to hear anything else. no. no. It's yeah. a shame, right? It's quite sad. Of course it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've, I think I've DJed about twice in my life. Yeah. Uh, and actually, no. One time I did it on a radio on a radio station. It was XFM before yeah. it, before it was uh, it was called something else. Then it was like a right. pirate, it was a pirate station. Yeah. And they let uh, me and uh, Leslie from the band yeah. do like a whole show. And it, and it was early in the morning, so they stayed in bed. The, right. the bloke who owned the radio. Yeah. Show, and then he got woken up by like, angry phone calls because we were playing like. Frank Sinatra and Gilbert O'Sullivan because uh, right. it was supposed to be like it wasn't know, it was a seriously in indie it was <laughs> an indie radio station so. shame because Gilbert O'Sullivan you know isn't written the most you know, depressing yeah. song of all time everyone, everyone should be into so, that yeah. you know yeah. it didn't happen none of it happened to him as well you know like I, I uh, had an interview with him and he was just saying well yeah I'm, just, you know, I'm a storyteller and that's all, all I do and no, no, no one's dead and none of that happened and it's all he, fine yeah. he gives that away doesn't it in, yeah. in Claire because he, he? he names himself as Uncle Ray doesn't he oh does he so, in that you know. do, yeah. do, you, do you find like when you you, uh, do, do you always want to like be honest with stuff with music and stuff like that and write about stuff that's happening to you or? no no <laughs> <laughs> you're not an unstoppable no. sex machine oh, definitely <laughs> not but I, I mean most of most of the Carter songs in particular were, were yeah. uh, um, they were all they were all died in probably most of those yeah so, yeah because yeah. <laughs> nowadays you have to be very you have to be very sort of you know yeah so they have to be very personal don't they songs yeah yeah all they, you know that's why you know a lot of songs are dull because they're all about yeah uh failed relationships which, yeah yeah that's quite boring after a while isn't it yeah it, is, it does get quite boring dying all the time but yeah, 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 so yeah. But why, why do you think you always wanted to write about that kind of stuff what, what was it, it drew you to it uh i don't i mean it's probably just might have had a lot to do with stuff I listened to, you know. Yeah. Elvis Costello and uh, the Jam and stuff, you know. Yeah. It was very sort of quite quite wordy and yeah and about something. Yeah. You know, even though he didn't necessarily know what it was. Yeah. So yeah. What's the uh, <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I thought there was going to be some morbid fascination oh, with death that you yeah, like. Well, and I obviously, like yeah, you were fully to die all the time. There was that as well. Yeah. Yeah. There was some morbid fascination, <laughs> and, and maybe uh, I had. Um, I mean, one thing is, since I was like eighteen, yeah, I've had a steady relationship. Oh, okay, really? For like, so that's like over thirty years. Wow. So there's not, you know. I'm not saying there's nothing to write about, but yeah. <laughs> well, something like, like what's it? People like Sting blamed their relationships for their uh, writer's block. Yeah, stuff like that. So if you're yeah, in a happy relationship, you can't write anything. But yeah, because when he started out, there was all this yeah songs about prostitutes. And yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's all about being lonely, walking on the moon. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that stuff he did. Yeah, it was all meant to be. I'm um, lonely. I'm lonely all the time. And then yeah. he met someone. He's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Although the third album, he blames that on his yeah being happy. I mean, Phil no. Collins has said that, hasn't he? As well, he won't write any songs because yeah. he's got nothing to write about. Oh, really? Just because I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's a 
But everyone's yeah, everyone's everyone's favourite Phil Collins songs is all during the divorce, isn't it? It's all like you know, yeah. sort of divorce. You know, and they did that album with John Martin when they were both getting divorced. Uh-huh. Uh, I think if it was, and they they were both going through divorces. It was producing John Martin's album. They were both just going out and just having phone calls with their lawyers, and then coming back and doing the album. And you know, I think they've got a lot. They found it really good, <laughs> really great. They were getting divorced, so it meant they could make a really good album. Um, but yeah, you've never had that. You've had to just think about, well, I'm going to die one day. I just have to write about other people's misfortune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's going to die. So I can, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a long time to be with someone as well. That's, that's great. Obviously, <laughs> I mean my, my my longest relationship's like a year, so uh, that's uh, very impressive. Is that, to me. is that like a year that's finished or a, uh, is that, that an ongoing year? Well, actually, well, <laughs> a year that's finished. But then I'm also like one at the minute that's like just over a year to be fair. But then it's because we're long distance, so I can't. I don't, we don't know, we don't know how long the same we've been together before because we're we've technically been in the same place together for six months. Right, but we've been. We started seeing each other a year and three months ago. Oh, I think that's a year and three months, isn't it? Yeah. As long as you spoke in Oh, we speak, communicated. Mate. Oh, big time. I'll speak to her. Text messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ring her up. We're vibing now. You can just ring for free. It's brilliant. As long as you're on the internet. People, people always think, oh, your phone bills must be massive. No. Zero. Yeah. It's great. No excuse anymore. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, it'll be one day. You won't have to be in the same place as anyone, will you? To have yeah. a relationship with yeah, them. yeah. Quite looking forward to that, really. Yeah, all the holograms. Well, not really, I just, I just said that for effect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure it'd be awful. Uh, how, how, how did you meet your? Uh, um, you was it in school? No, it was it was just after school. Uh, oh. I can't remember. I th- I think it was. I went to. Well, the story. There is a story. Yeah. You know when you, you when uh, a lot of <laughs> time passes and you think I'm not sure if that happened. But what yeah. I've always thought happened was like, I went to her party at her house. Yeah. And. Uh, I was think I was wearing a tie, but mm. in, a, in a sort of punk way. Yeah. And these uh, blokes who were there, uh, Tottenham fans, I remember that much. Right. Um, sort of taking the piss out of me because I had a tie on, <laughs> and, it, and it ended up with me. And I think they just saying, said to me, oh, I don't know, to just sort of make just casting aspersions on my sexuality, yeah. basically. Yeah. That was just because I had a tie on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, it, and it ended with me finally saying something back, and then they kicked the shit out of me. Yeah. And, th- and then I left, and that was. That was so. That was technically how we first met. So I don't know if she, it was sympathy. She saw that happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see where she was in that story. Yeah. Uh, was she it, was with, a, it was her house. It was her house. It was her party. Okay, okay. It was her party, and they were at the party. With these yeah. Like, oh, okay. These and you got beaten. Are you yeah. I'll show you how yeah. how not gay I am. I'm getting yeah. a thirty-year-long relationship. But, but you know, what you, I, the thing I remember about it most is, uh, apart from meeting, yeah, obviously, is the uh, I, that I quite. I think I was quite drunk, but I quite enjoyed it. You enjoyed be- getting beaten up? Yeah. Or- <laughs> That's it, yeah. I mean, this is a long time ago. Yeah. In those days, you could get beaten up without dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Now, if you get beaten up, you probably yeah, now probably it's get knifed a few times as well. It's a lot more or, serious yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. I've never been beaten up. I al- always avoided it just. Right. I nearly got beaten up on a night bus once when I was deliberately winding up about 10 drunk guys right. uh, for my own amusement. Um, I was also drunk. Uh, and thought I was being funny, and thought they would they would think it was funny. Well, they, yeah, they don't like that. They, they didn't s- like it at all. They swarm around you, and yeah, they get, get ready, get ready to kick your head in, and uh, to basically like run off the bus as the doors were closing, dive out the doors, and so shut behind me, and then just just run. But uh, yeah, that was very scary. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've never I've never had a a kick in and enjoyed it like you. No, no well, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> 
uh, try it again or anything. No. You know, yeah, yeah, it wasn't about. a regular occurrence. You didn't get more kickings. Uh, no, I, d- I, d- I did when I was at school. I got sort of not beaten up. But I did yeah. get, you know, picked on until yeah. I sort of, till I joined in with the bullying. I was, I was a victim. Oh, did you start joining <laughs> in? You st- did you become a bully? <laughs> well, no, just a sort of uh, on the periphery, hanging, around, <laughs> hanging around with the bullies, just jeering and yeah, encouraging sort of, them. Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah, that's yeah. Sort of thing. That's what. That's what. Yeah. Look at his stupid tie. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's, that's so. What what age would you say? I've mean, never because I've never had anyone uh, uh, on the show say that they, they were bullied and then joined the bullies. Uh, <laughs> so, what? what um, I mean, that, that, that's quite the promotion. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, in a way. Yeah. But uh, and they were, quite, you know, they, were, they weren't sort of terrible bullies. They were just yeah. You know, just because I, 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 I was a sort of, when I was at school. Just talking about school for some reason. Yeah. When I was at school, I was I was quite. Uh, I was I did quite well for a yeah. while, and then I started hanging around with these kids, and then I just didn't do well at all, and right. didn't do it. I think I did two exams and failed, failed those. Okay. Left when I was sixteen. Yeah. And yeah. When you left, were you were you already playing music? Um, yeah, but it not but not in a, you know, not in a valuable way. No. What? How did you get started? Was it, was it just you in your room or? Uh, no, I think I just sort of I met people. Mm. When I was at school, who uh, who uh, who wanted to sort of be in bands and that, yeah. So I think I tried. You know, got a guitar from somewhere, right? And I couldn't play it. I think I went to one guitar lesson, but it was quite boring because yeah. I wanted to teach all the, you know, all the basics. I couldn't get past how much they the strings hurt your fingers. Yeah, that was that was me. I I, I got two lessons in and then stopped because uh, the strings. I, I I was playing the drums anyway, so I just. Um, Gave up the guitar. Hurts your fingers if you do it right. I don't think I was doing it right okay. at the time. I was mainly just like, you know, uh, I, I started using my fingers more uh, when I was probably 17 and stuff with, with drumsticks and stuff and, and that kind of technique. When I, when I was in school, it was all just like arms and, and just, you know, just as loud it's, as I could. It's like a test, I think, you know, with a guitar playing because you have to get mm. through that, don't you? There's no, yeah. way, there's no way around. You think they'd be, they'd yeah. have invented a way around that. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Comfortable strings. It's like uh, a sort of Batman thing, isn't it, where you have yeah, to go through yeah. It's about a training. Uh, if you're not kid, willing to of, suffer, yeah, paint, paint the fence. Yeah, you'll yeah. never be a guitarist. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> see. Well, I, I, I mean, my, I remember the first time I played music with people. Uh, it's my, I got my friends Tim Boddington and Lee Van Gibson to come and play it with me in the uh, in one of the school practice rooms, and I'd learn um, a drum beat or play okay. a few drum. Beat. And uh, I remember, I think Tim literally learnt one chord on the guitar and was just playing that. And uh, Lee Van had the bass on his lap and was just hitting it like a bongo drum. I remember it sounded like the most, it was the most brilliant thing I've ever heard at the time. At the time, I was like, this is so great. And then we went the next day, we could never re- recreate it. I bet it was awful the first time, do you know what I mean? Like, it must have been awful. But, like, I just never played music with other people before. And, like, was it like that for you when you first played it with other people? Or was yeah, it? I did, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think there was any point where I didn't think that what I was involved with was brilliant. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> until yeah. until later on, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all that time, I thought, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and then you record it at some point, and you think, well, maybe not as good as I thought. But yeah, yeah. It's still pretty amazing. Who was your first? Ba- can you remember the people you first played with? Uh, well, the fir- I mean, the, fir- the very first gig I did, I was at school. Right. I was like fourteen, and there were there were two other two other kids and the uh, music teacher. Right. I was just doing <laughs> rock and rolls. So I did one. Buddy yeah. Holly song, right? This wasn't in the fifties, but it makes it yeah, sound yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you said Buddy Holly forever, forever. It's been with yeah. you. So, uh, so that would have been the first thing I did. But I mean, first, 
I was in sort of a number of bands that weren't really bands. Right, okay. You know, I suppose a lot of people do that, don't they? So yeah. You know, you have a name. Yes. And you, you sort yeah. of go around someone's house and you all kind of muck about. Yeah. But you couldn't really say you're a band. And, but until, I think, I don't know what, how old I was, but the first band I was in was called Jeepster. First band that did Great. Gig, did Good name, actually. It did one gig. Right. And I, yeah, I left my job. Oh, really? For, for, the for the band? I just thought, this is it. Top of the parts, actually. And we did one gig. Yeah. And then, yeah, then I had to get another job. <laughs> Can you remember the names of any Jeepster, Jeepster songs? Yeah, because um, we, we recorded stuff, so it's, sort of, it's stuck in my head. There was a, a song called Oxford Circus. Great. Which was about all the uh, <laughs> girls. I, all, the, all the Jeepster songs were about girls. Yeah. And their un- unattainability. unattainability. Hadn't met her yet, had you? No, so, so it's before that. Yeah, so yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, what's the circus? Uh, do the Jeep. Great. <laughs> a little dance. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little dance to get the girls. And then there was, uh, oh, I can't remember, there was one about, in, uh, then they had sort of corny names like In My Dreams, there was one, and <laughs> I Need You. Yeah. But they, they're all classics. I Need You is a classic title for a song. I think, that, I think every time people call it that, I've got nothing, no problem with that. When no. people call songs I Need You, I think, yeah, yeah, nice. I mean, I wouldn't do it now. No, you wouldn't do it now. No. Call it, well, well, maybe I would, but I'd spell it with, with a K. <laughs> <laughs> it would be about... <laughs> About bread or something. Not being a baker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> something nice. Okay, well, let's. Uh, uh, so, we're going to go back onto your uh, iPod. Um, I mean, in general, you feeling. I mean, you must feel fairly confident what's on your. I always think with musicians, you're probably not going to be embarrassed about what's on here. No, I, I, you know, there's probably a lot of old stuff. Yeah. There's, pro- in fact, there's probably hardly any new stuff. Right. But. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be embarrassed about anything on there. I don't think. <laughs> well, let's let's see. Let's see what the next song is. Lovely key change at the end from Racy there. Some girls. Some girls uh, could be a Jeepster title. It's a, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's the kind of, we sort of wanted to sound like that, but with a punk edge. Yeah, <laughs> you saying that Macy don't have a punk edge, Jim Bob? Well, maybe they do now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we say that that's from Jackie the album, which both both these songs so far have been from Jackie the album. Yeah, which is a bit worrying, isn't it? Jackie might be a was it a, a comic, a it, girls' it, comic, it was a girls' comic, yeah, a girls' comic. It's also my girlfriend's name. So <laughs> that's not why. Yeah, that's not why it's on there. Yeah, I was, I was thinking it might be a nice like a mix for her, for her, for uh, like a mixtape. The or whole something. thing. This the whole thing. This whole thing. This whole show is just just, a, just for her doing a mix for her. Uh, have you ever made her a mix? Uh, I don't know. I must have done. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe in the early Maybe days. That's how we stayed together. Yeah, well, you've you never done a mix, so it's worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know if I have. <laughs> do people still do that? Do yeah, you know? well, I, I do. I tell you not, what, a spot, oh. not a Spotify list. I love it. No, not <laughs> a Spotify. I, count, I have to make it all on my iTunes, but like, uh, yeah. You've got to put a bit, yeah, you need a bit of effort, don't you? So yeah. I think it's just too easy now, isn't it? To What's good about iTunes is that you can just. Uh, well, you don't have a computer. You can, if you want, shorten the end of the song. So if there's like loads of silence at the end of the song, Did you find that out recently. Yeah, because I found it. Yeah, I found that yeah. out about a year ago because yeah. I had to keep doing compilations for things. Yeah, and then you get these long gaps. Yes, and then yeah, and I, until I realised that you could you could do that. And yeah, that, and, it, you should, and I find everybody I tell that to is amazed. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like a <laughs> secret of computing. Yeah, no, it's, it's my, my absolute dream. I used to do it all, all on tapes when I was younger, so I'd you know, be able to get the track exactly where I wanted yeah. it. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was a bit gutted that, oh, you know, I'm, not, I'm doing it on my computer. I can't do that. 
as soon as I realised I could do it, it's a game changer. I was absolutely <laughs> loving it. And now there's, there's no there's no pauses are too long. Oh man, I make such great mixes. Uh, but people don't appreciate it, do they? No, we never appreciate yeah. it. No, you give it to someone. Maybe like you know, the first mix you make someone in a relationship they will like and listen to. But then the really heartbreaking thing is then at the end of the relationship when you realise how much they didn't really like that mix. You know, <laughs> there wasn't really. You know, when you have your iPod on in the flat and they're like, can you, can you just turn this off or skip this song because I know you don't like it. You know, oh, this was one of the ones that you, you said you liked. It's like, no, I did not like it at all. It's liked you more then than I do now. That's uh, then that's it. Uh, but it's whether you keep the mix afterwards. Like, I've had people make me mixes and then, like, I don't know. Sometimes you can't have... I'll put them on my iTunes now and then, like, you know, you don't want them just popping up out of nowhere. But then you've never had that problem. With that, no. What with their na- are they named like, you know, <laughs> <Julius> mix? <or laughs> yeah, I, 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 a lot of them will have names. Yeah, people give them little names. But now, um, I guess that's the. How, how many girlfriends did you have before before Jackie? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, don't know. Quite at school, I had all at school. Any long term ones? Any no, big ones? No. That's I'd pretty quite, good, isn't it? I'd quite. Yeah. You never really had your heart broken. Uh, yeah, I have, but ah. you know, other things. Oh yeah. I can't think of any but yeah. <laughs> that's how good they are though yeah. everyone else can think of heartbreak yeah. so quick when they, when they took a Breaking Bad off Channel 5 that sort of thing yeah see that's, that's yeah. quite a didn't have sky cushy position yeah. for you to be in <laughs> it's quite nice sometimes you know Breaking Bad isn't on Sky anymore Channel 5 I've got to get Netflix <laughs> that was really heartbreaking yeah, was it's really really difficult <laughs> <laughs> well um, uh, oh hold on a second Oh, I thought I, didn't, I thought I thought that had gone off again then, but it hadn't. Who were Racy anyway? I don't, I don't really. I don't think I even really know them. I don't know much about them. Just they were a band in uh, whenever that was the seventies. Yeah. Who were just uh, when when there were a lot of those sort of poppy, poppy gla- So it weren't really glam rock. It was like a lot of very like the basic rollers. Similar to the basic rollers. Yeah, and I think yeah. they were one of the ones that they're probably created by a producer. I think a lot of those bands were sort of made up. Yes, and the songs will all be written by the same people. Right. So I've got a feeling they're one of those. I don't remember ever doing another song. Why would you have got the Jackie out? Are you a fan of comic books? Are you, do you like? And uh, no, I think I would have got it because it was a collection of that of seventies okay. music or something like that. Nothing you know? comic book related. No, it wasn't a, co- I mean, a comic book. I think is. I think you're thinking of the wrong type <laughs> of comic book. Am I? Yeah. Like uh, what? Uh, I'm a, what's you Jackie know, with like? Photo love Twinkle. stories in and stuff. Oh, like what that. photo yeah. love stories? I'm, I'm thinking there are those in there. It's like, yeah, it's like a, t- it's like a yeah, like a teenage version of Twinkle. A little speech See, bubbles I, and stuff. Twinkle? I remember Twinkle. I remember Twinkle. As my sister had that. Okay. My sister with all the Twinkle annuals. She, I mean, I don't really know what was well, in well, there. After that, she probably would have gone for Jackie. After that. Yeah, she yeah. graduated to Jackie. I think yeah. she just left it at Twinkle. I, I, I was on Beano. My, 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 my brother was the dandy, and uh, my sister had got the Twinkle annuals. Okay. But like, I don't, I'm not familiar with any of the characters in Twinkle. I don't yeah. know if there was any. If there were just photos that were like little speech bubbles saying, "Oh, let's meet, let's meet after <laughs> whatever algebra class." Yeah, and stuff like that. It's like those. Um, it used to be in the back of tabloids. I don't know if it is anymore. When there'd be like a a um like a, an agony an agony aunt page and um there'd always be yeah. like a a comic strip that yeah. was all photos yeah. and just speech bubbles and it was like there's a couple who are having problems but there'd always be like just a few panels where the woman's just in her underwear yeah for no reason and they're, and they're always well not always but a lot of the time they they turn out to be people who 
become somebody later on. You know, they really, they'll, they'll it'll end up on some show and, and it'll say, "Here's uh, you know, Carly <laughs> Minogue or something." Do you remember? Do you remember yeah. this? <laughs> she was just posing. Yeah, with, so, yeah. I mean, I understood who those things were for. Like who, who likes that? I don't because people are in their underwear, presumably because it's sexy. Yeah, but I don't know who's going. Ah, oh, it really gets me going. Is someone who's uh, wondering whether or not her boyfriend's truly committed to her. Yeah, I think it's isn't it just sort of like softcore porn by sort of by, yeah. the, by the back door by stealth or yeah you know. it seems to be it's a but, way of sneaking it in there but with a storyline that's just depressing and bleak it's yeah. just like everyone in, the, everyone in the story is just not happy and uh, is worried that people don't love them and that's it none of them are kind of like really, really feeling sexy or, <laughs> or going around getting horned up it's all just like oh it doesn't speak to me enough now or sitting there in a designer lingerie You've read quite a lot of them. It doesn't <laughs> <laughs> read too many of them, clearly. <laughs> I, was, I was a teenager. I was like, grasp, latching onto anything. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame. Massive shame. Um, oh, since, since we bought comic books, was there any any that you did you, you would read? Any? Uh, uh, yeah, but not like in a, not like in a cool way. The now that people talk about comic books. Yeah. So yeah, I read like the the Victor. The Victor. What's the Victor? But that was more like uh, you know soldiers and yeah. Uh, there was a character called Alf Tupper, the tough of the track. Who was like a northern uh, long distance runner, right? Who was like uh, who just uh, ate fish and chips <laughs> and, and, and always would always like win or 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 valiantly valiantly lose. So he'd eat fish and chips. And then, he was in in the army. Or he just a uh, runner. No, he just ran and he looked like he might be in the ex army. He had right. a look about him. Eight fish and chips, but ran against people. Tough, he was just a tough, no-nonsense sort of yeah. uh, runner. And if he lost, he did it with grace. Yeah. It was fine. And he was always training in the rain and <laughs> that, and sort of, you know. So uh, he was uh, my favourite character, I think. But well, the other ones were all sort of, you know, like, uh, killing Germans and stuff. Right. <laughs> like was there much... Um, killing Germans? Did, 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 did Tupper have much, like, variety in, in his stories? Was every story just he ate fish and chips and had a race? I or was, was there more? That's all I... Remember. I know. I do. Yeah. I remember. Do remember one where he uh, he did um, he did a bit of cycling. Nice. And he realised that it, it, it uh, used the wrong muscles. Oh really? So it, it sort of buggered up his running. Oh so dear. So he had to stop cycling. It's a good, one of the days when personal trainers wrote comic books. It's, uh, it's yeah, quite I nice. Know, yeah, someone yeah. just goes. Yeah. Yeah, but, I've, but I've always remembered that. I mean, you know, this yeah. is like years and years ago. But I've always remembered that uh, you know cycling will like you know sort of muck up my running career. Right, not, yeah, not, yeah. Not that I do either of those things. But, but you know, you, you, you know that if the options open, yeah, I would know to not cycle. Don't it's, cycle. It's the wrong muscles. So you, what, so you, uh, I, I, admit I didn't know that until. Now. No, See, I don't. I don't even think it's don't true. Teach any, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even true. <laughs> I doubt it. Also, you can't just live on fish and chips and then be a good runner. No, I'm pretty sure that's no. not true. I mean, I don't no. know. I don't know if you say. I think Bolt. it was very much. A, it was supposed to be like a northern working class sort of thing, where all the other runners were, you know, southern ponces. Yeah. yeah, he was eating fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, showing them how it's done. Yeah, They're a bunch of pansies. Yeah, that's quite, that's quite good. <laughs> I, uh, people who like comic books, like proper comics, they're pretty cool, aren't they? Like the ones who like proper like graphic novels and stuff. Although they like they're total nerds, but yeah. also pretty cool. Yeah, it's a, there's this kind of very fine line. I've, like, I've read some of those, but I've read them yeah. like more in 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 adult life. Yes, because everybody else was, and you think, what's this about? You know. Yeah. I, I read Watchmen because they were making the film and I was like, I've got to read it before the yeah. film comes out. Like, yeah. you know, because I've been aware of it for yeah. years and not 
and just not ever. Um, but then you don't know whether you're allowed to say that you know quite like the film. Yeah, you know that's all. You can't say that. <laughs> well, it's quite quite hard, isn't it? Because like, I I did, I did quite like the film, and also, have you seen the film and the, and right, the, yeah. the graphic novel? Yeah. See, here's the thing. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if you've met Alan Moore. Have you met Alan Moore? Uh, a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course <laughs> you have. Uh, so I, 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 so I used to do gigs um, with his his nephew for a while. Jake did uh, did stand up for a bit uh, in Northampton. I'm from Kettering, so I do a lot of gigs in Northampton, and Alan would be there. And um, I didn't tell him that I was reading Watchmen. Uh, I thought it was unwise. I just didn't think it would. I don't know. I just don't know. He's a nice man. Yeah. It's a very nice, friendly yeah, yeah. man. But I just didn't think to so don't bring it up to him. And uh, and then went to see the film. And yeah, really like I, I liked the film. Not as much as the uh, graphic novel, but I did think the ending, which they checked. So when, when they changed the ending, I was outraged for a bit, and then I was like, that just kind of make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was this thing. Like, I was like, you can't change the ending of Watchmen. And I was like, oh, that is quite a neat ending, though. And it does essentially do the same job yeah. as the book. It just makes more sense that they would do that. <laughs> I mean, this is me trying not to ruin both things for people listening. But uh, well, did you have the same experience? Uh, you? I can't remember the ending. Can't remember the ending. <laughs> I just remember. Uh, Let me tell you, man. Yeah, but just, it was the blue man. On the, there was uh, the blue man. Yeah, on the thing. Blue man group. <laughs> were in it. Yeah, I remember them being. <laughs> they were great. I mean, it was really, you know, set in Las Vegas, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. In Las Vegas. There's the blue man group. Yeah, I had to save the world or remember it well. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? I mean, did you, how, how did you end up meeting um, someone I, like him? Actually, I met him through doing those Robin Ince things. Oh, yeah. The way everybody meets everyone. Yeah, yeah. Doing those uh, Robin Ince uh, Christmas. Gigs now, what are they like? Do. I've, uh, I've. Uh, well, I, I liked them. Always when I've never, never been, never been. They were good, yeah. I mean, I've, they're finished now, aren't they? I think he's doing another one. I bet they're different now. No, they're, oh, they? they're less, uh, you know, they're a different theme, aren't they? More, right. More, I don't know. I so don't what's know. The, it was Godless Carols, and what, so yeah. what was it? It was like an atheist's Christmas. Yeah, but it was, ve- but it was very, un- it, was, it became more and more of a science thing. There were a lot yeah. more, it was, it was, there seemed to be a lot of uh, scientific experiments right. done on stage and that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then I just, because I, I only ever did, well I did it about three times or four times but I just right. did a song right yeah each time yeah so but yeah I really enjoy it and I met you know what song would you do for, for I, the d- I, d- I try I try to do uh, something related in some way that yeah I, that I had related to Christmas or, or yeah that sort of thing and I think I ran out after about two songs I only had two <laughs> Christmassy ones so yeah I mean they weren't even Christmassy one was no. called Angel Strike so it had the word Angel in <laughs> it <laughs> The other yeah. one was the Impossible Dream, which is a cover version that Carter did right. at Christmas. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That works. Uh, but you know. But yeah. But yes, because I so, yeah. So that's where I met Alan Alan Moore. Yeah. And he gave me uh, gave me a Chris, Christmas card two years in a row, which Lovely. was quite you know. Feel pretty I cool. Imagine people would yeah know, would kill for that, wouldn't they? Oh, he um he used to draw the posters for those gigs. Yeah. And he. He drew a poster once for it, and I knew my friend Jake, a massive Alan Moore fan, so I got Alan Moore to sign it for him. And uh, as far as I know, he just he just lost it within a week. <laughs> and I was like, where? I was like, oh, where? Where's that? Where, where is it? He's like, oh, I don't know, maybe under my bed. Are you are you shitting me? <laughs> I got you an Alan Moore signed poster, and you have lost it already. Um, so yeah, that's I mean those things. But like, yeah, I mean, 
that, that, I'm sure proper like Alan Moore fans would love that poster the would other, the kill other, for those Christmas cards the other weird thing well it's not that weird but uh, after I'd met him a couple of times and he because uh, we had a song called The Only Living Boy New Cross yeah 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 and he started to, and he told me how uh, how he lived in New Cross and right. how they always used to sing that song that's just sort of, <laughs> that's weird no. yeah that's nice though yeah rare, that's really nice. Nice. yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird when you hear because you, you don't expect people you almost don't expect people like him to be into the, what or you've any, done or anyone you know because yeah. I didn't really because I'm always excited by meeting uh, people off the telly yeah you know so you included like, any, <laughs> no, like just just anyone who's been on telly yeah, yeah I, I get quite anyone. excited about it <laughs> unless it's the news or something yeah but yeah so so doing those things yeah sort of met quite a lot of people in quite a, yeah you know sort of a, so meeting like so like when I met Al Murray for yes. example I was thinking oh it's Al Murray <laughs> and then he starts talking to me about Carter. Yeah, you know, yeah, I remember this. You know, yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Then you remember, oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, yes. Al Murray's a drummer as well. Yeah, did, did have a, have a jam with Al Murray? No, that would have been good. No, we didn't have drummer, did we? We had drum machines. So. Yeah, but he 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 could have still stood it and did a. He could have done. He could have had a jam with him yeah. still. Yeah. I, don't I, I don't mean let uh, Al Murray in Carter. No, <laughs> that, that no. Was, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, ship us out. <laughs> Poor, poor we never jammed anyway. That was like one of our yeah rules. One of our golden rules. No jamming. No jamming. Really? Why? Why yeah. was that a rule? Uh, it wasn't. Really, well, it was, <laughs> you know, it was a rule. Uh, yeah. I mean, part of it was necessity because we were using a drum machine. It's quite difficult to jam. Yeah. Uh, it just seemed like a really boring thing to do. Yeah. To, to jam didn't really. Yep. So we, but we didn't rehearse either. So. So no rehearsals, no, no, no jamming. Yeah, we were doing so many gigs that we just, if we had a new song, we'd just do it. We'd sort of write it yeah. in the bedroom, record the, the drums and that, so we sort of yeah. start to know it and then just play it and see that's, how it goes. I guess that's one of the main advantages of having a drum machine, isn't it? You can just program it in and you know that that is going to be there yeah. for when you do it on stage, like that's not going to mess up and no. you've got that track no, that you well, can play. surprisingly it did quite a lot did it quite quite a bit all things that wouldn't happen to a normal drummer that wouldn't affect a normal drummer like condensation and stuff like that right yeah yeah. (laughs) just stop yeah yeah not enough yeah I I never when I was playing drums never got condensed no I was fine I'm just a bit down sorry guys I'm (laughs) I'm all all condensed in this little cave (laughs) we're playing in um um, did this being drum machines Echo and the Bunnymen. Are they called Echo and the Bunnymen because their drum machine was called Echo? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's just yeah. telling people how much I know. And they, and they were the Bunnymen. <laughs> yeah, I guess they were the Bunnymen. Yeah. That was fine. Uh, <laughs> that was fine. That's fine for them. Yeah, I was never, we never gave as a name. No, no, no. It's a shame. Yeah. You never thought... Did, did, did people not assume that it was uh, either Carter or the Unstoppable Sex Machine? Did people never no, or somebody said you? that to me the other day, actually. Or somebody said on Twitter that I just met singer from Carter and the Unstoppable Sex Machine yeah and then everybody's just no 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 it's not and the Unstoppable Sex Machine <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pop a go at you yeah I thought it was Twitter's, I mean, that's what it's that's what I think don't make, don't make any mistakes on Twitter no I did, I, yeah. absolutely I mean, destroy I, you I don't think I've ever not made any yeah well don't don't try and say anything <laughs> that could be misconstrued that's the <laughs> thing isn't it <laughs> yeah don't ever don't do don't make it. a joke yeah because yeah, 50% of people are going to presume you're serious. Yeah, so you'll be dead. Uh, okay, you'll be dead. That's what I love. Uh, right, let's see, let's see what the next track is on your on your iTunes here. We're going to see if it goes off the Jackie album. It has. Oh, yes.
What makes a man by Charles Aznavour? Aznavour? How, how do you pronounce his name? Aznavour. Aznavour. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. Nice sound in Aznavour. Uh, what makes a man which you were saying is about being gay? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Quite, I mean, it's quite it's sort of I mean, in, it's in there, I, isn't I, it? I, I'm, I'm only laughing because about being gay is such a, like a basic way of putting it. It's about being gay. It's about being gay in uh, whenever he wrote it. You know, like yeah, God knows when that was thirty years ago or something. When it probably yeah. wasn't. Uh, probably weren't a lot of people writing openly about no. that sort of thing. Wait, where's he from? Uh, France. French French yeah. singer. Well, how, how did you hear about him? Like, I've never heard he, that song before. Then. You've heard you've heard she, haven't you? The song. I, I don't think I have she. I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> oh. it, was like, it was a massive hit, and it probably, right. it, got, okay. it was uh, people have done it as a cover version. Elvis Costello's done it. Mm. I think uh, Ronan Keating did it for um, right. one of those uh, not four weddings and a funeral. One of those Notting Hill. A Peter Curtis one. I think it was right. Notting Hill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Curtis. Who, who, did I, who did I say? Peter Curtis. That's not anyone, is it? Peter Curtis. I've never heard of him. No, no one's called Peter <laughs> Curtis in the whole world. In <laughs> fact. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why. I saw Richard Curtis this week on the tube. But I don't know why I'd even, oh, right. why I'd even think Peter Curtis. Wait, was it in? Were you in? Uh, was it in uh, Notting Hill somewhere? With the word Peter in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I can't even remember where it was. I saw him. It might have. It might have even been near Notting Hill and stuff actually, because uh, I live around there. So it might oh, have been. Well, he owns, he owns it, doesn't he? Does he own Notting Hill? All of Notting Hill. Yeah, he owns the whole <laughs> thing. So yeah, it's copyright. So if you're going around, you can't. Can't uh, say any of any of his quotes of his films and like that. It's just to stop people doing cliched stuff around there, <laughs> locking himself out the flat with their pants and whatever, and flexing at people. Um, yeah, it's Richard Curtis. That's what I meant. Um, oh, so so Ronan Keaton saying the Richard from, Curtis film. That's not where I, I saw uh, the Charles Aznavour version of She, which was a big hit. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I heard of him. Yeah. And then I think I saw. I th- then I heard stuff sort of over there. Over the years, he's one of those people that mm. would talk about because he was writing, writing all these uh, songs, mostly in French, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and that, so, and now he's part of that tradition of of those the chanson things. Yeah. Jacques Brel and. Yeah, yeah. You know Jacques Brel. Yeah, I know him. Okay, well, he's one. Of, so they they sort of put all those people together. You right. Know, if you were making a documentary on BBC Four. Okay, he would be. He, he would. He'd be in the in slot right yeah, in there. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, there's still not a lot of um, mainstream pop singers singing about it, being gay very openly. I mean, that still doesn't really no happen well, as much. I mean, there was uh, Tattoo, but that was fake. If you remember that, do you remember Tattoo? Was, they, was that fake? Yeah, they weren't even lesbians, but they were just oh. doing it because men like looking at yeah. them. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I suppose there was that. Th- there was one. all those songs that made that maybe you listen to them now, but from. You know, and you wonder where they ambiguous or you know, like all mm. the Elton John songs and the yeah. No, he didn't write the words, so that doesn't work. No, uh, well, maybe it could have been someone else trying or, to. Or the Queen's, you know, Queen songs, or something, you know. Yeah, people who sort of weren't openly gay. Yeah, when they were writing the songs, did those, you know, and you listen to them there. Oh, he hasn't said she. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they were kind of, you know, trying to. Right. Yeah. But yeah, not openly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird how this is still. Well, it's not weird, is it? That's a bad way of putting it, but it's a shame that there's still so much pressure put on people to appear to be straight. I suppose those tend to time. be the songs that are about openly gay. Tend to be songs like that one, which is yeah. listened to, and uh, "Glad to Be Gay," Tom Robinson. Yeah, you know, and that's sort of about being oppressed for being gay. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, what you know, what I suppose all songs could be 
kind of unisex, aren't they? Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I guess it's worse in uh, worse than acting, isn't it? If there's a you know, leading men in Hollywood. Well, there are, there are none, are there? Yeah, we can't. Yeah, if, if, if you no. say you're gay, that's it. I mean, yeah, Rupert Everett puts it down to that because he's, like, you know, he's obviously openly gay. And then just, uh, that's it. All the leading roles just vanished. Yeah. Now you can only play English bad guys. or Even though everyone knows and, yeah. no, and nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no one, that's what's weird about it. Nobody cares. There's no. No, there's, there's, you know, no, no, no one who really affects it really cares. Yeah. Um, but but also there's all the stupid you get the rumours about people saying rumours about uh, Tom Cruise running through you know wrestling wrestling gay guys in his in his garden yeah do you think if he was doing that we'd all know it wouldn't be a rumour would it <laughs> no it's quite it's quite a big thing to do yeah um, he's meant to be getting married again I don't, I don't necessarily turn this into I think it's we've been talking about Twinkle magazine <laughs> and uh, stuff like that we've been to the Bay City Rollers now I'm like hey dear Tom Cruise might be getting married I sort of suddenly care about that kind of stuff out of nowhere he uh, still does his own stunts I does he? I think I've heard that about 60 times this week. People telling you that he still has his own stunts. Well, people on telly. For the new Mission Impossible film. Yeah, yeah, he's 50, whatever he is, 53 yeah. or something, and still does, you know, he can still, yeah. still walk down the street unaided. <laughs> yeah. It's not that amazing now, is it, I don't think? It's not that amazing when there's uh, so much... Um, so many different ways of doing it. Yeah, like, you're like, yeah, but you don't need to be doing your own stunts. <laughs> I'm doing my own stunts. Oh, that's a waste of time, isn't it? Yeah. You don't, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if... Um, I, know, I guess it is a bit. It is quite impressive still. It's if, if he's hanging off the side of a plane, that's yeah, pretty that's good. What, that's what he did. Yeah, that's, that's, that scene that's, is actually a that's real. That's the story he's been telling. Oh, is that he's been hanging off yeah. the side of this plane? But I'm guessing there's there's more to it than that, isn't there? I saw he's it in the trailer. He's probably tied yeah. on, isn't he? Or yeah, I'm guessing if he loses his grip, Tom Cruise doesn't die. Like they haven't yeah. got an actual thing. Like, oh no, we shouldn't have let him. Do- Why did we let him do that? <laughs> he's gone through the propeller, and that's it. He's that, dead yeah. now. But, yeah, it must be risk. Free, mustn't it? Yeah, it's got to be not that high off the ground, yeah. and there's got to be a crash mat down there. Worst surely, that when you could break his arm or something. Yeah, yeah, just to hurt yourself a little bit. Yeah. But like, have you have you ever had any massive injuries? Have you have you have you hurt yourself? Uh, when Sco- Scooby's pip was on, he said he cracked a few ribs doing stage dives um, and stuff like that. Have you ever done anything like that? No, I think I've sort of never anything, uh, never really broke anything. Mm. But you know, I sort of have fallen off stage a lot of times or been dragged. Dragged off stage, right? Which is quite sort of horrible by audience members. Yeah, when people think, you know, when they put your arm out to shake your hand, yeah, and they think this will be hilarious. Oh, I'll pull him into this, you know. So it's discouraging, isn't it? When you just to go, oh yeah, my fans, yeah. even they want to, yeah, just make me look like a dick yeah. and push me off the stage. Yeah, but I've like, never really, yeah, uh, no, I know there have been. I don't know, there have been injuries, but they tended to be outside, outside of the band. Right, you know, you've got quite an active lifestyle, quite a full. Not, well, not now, I'm not. You know, no. I'm thinking of back in the in the glory days, you know, yeah. eating fish and chips and yeah, cycling, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cycling when I should have been running. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, punching lampposts, that kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, drinking too much. Oh, is that what you do? Get drunk and punch a lamppost? Yeah, invariably. Yeah. Was it because you were angry or you were showing off? Um, just it was usually like I, the, the the times I could think of. Yeah. It, when when it was sort of uh, you know when I had to then go on television, yeah, with a bit arm in a bandage. Like the times I remember was once was New Year's after New Year's Eve, yeah, when uh, we got locked in Crystal Palace Station because it was closed right. and we come back there and there was no way of getting out and it's got yeah. a really high glass wall, yeah. So I started like started banging on the glass wall, yeah, and that must have alerted the police. 
And then mm-hmm. when we were climbing over the fence, the police were there waiting, and I'd sort of overreacted. Yeah. And uh, so they sort of. Uh, it ended all right, but I was yeah. so angry that I just thought I was just going to punch everything on the way home. <laughs> and then another time, couldn't get a cab back to to South London. That's oh. what I mean. These are all. So you poached a, poached so a lamppost. Punched it. I think it's a traffic island. Oh, okay. So if um, you you change it up. Oh yeah, any kind. Yeah. You, you know, don't always you go for sort of Traffic island's a bit softer. Yeah. A bit, bit more hollow. You can get, you can get probably a, a more satisfying sound from it. Got a bassy note. Yeah, it's more dramatic, and it's got a, you know it's got a light in, isn't it? So it's, yeah, you're, you're, you know you're lit. You know, in case anybody's like from the press is watching. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, <laughs> look, at, look at him. Jim, I'm punching that traffic island. Uh, also, like it's got an, it's got an arrow on it most of the time, so you so can you almost know where you, you know where you to aim. Just aim, yeah, yeah. aim perfectly. Yeah. yeah. They're a lot, lot more handy than a lamppost. It hasn't got anything going for it. They're thinner lampposts, so you're know, harder to hit, yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah. I would never hit anything like that. No. Well, I wouldn't now. I, 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 I was always too much of a. I was too, so scared of getting hurt all the time. But not, but I, but I can't even imagine you doing it. You're quite a mild mannered yeah. guy. Well, this was a long time ago. You know? Yeah. And I was more, you know, I was more. I, I used to. I, if I used to drink to sort of. If I went out for a drink. Yeah didn't really know when to stop right yeah whereas now i know where you know i don't i don't want to be like that I think. yeah i find it i i i yesterday um i was gonna properly just have you know almost the plan was let's stay out and drink all day because we, we were we all did um a bunch of us do another radio show and it was the last ever episode so like none of us have got gigs in the evening we'll stay out and we did stay out all day but we didn't just drink with it. We just we had a nice meal, yeah. and then drank for a bit, and then had another nice meal, and then didn't get too drunk. Went and had dessert somewhere else, and went home. And was back before midnight. Well, that's yeah. I can't I even do it when I try now. No, but that's not you know. Yeah. When you get to my age, you'll be uh, you'll sort of you'll relish those getting home before. Oh. You know when you get home and there's still something on television. Yep. Getting getting <laughs> home early, being on the tube. Uh, Home when when I could have stayed out. There's that, always that moment in London where like you're you're drinking and you think I can have one more and that will mean I'll miss the tube. And, yeah. and, and if and, and if you do that, that one more, you're there having it and you're literally thinking that this was not worth yeah. it. I, I actually feel sick now. Yeah. I don't want to have any more of this. Conversations dried up. No one's really up to anything. This is boring. Yeah, and funny. then you end up getting the cab home or getting the night bus home, which is even worse. Just thinking, why didn't I get the tube? But when you, when you when you make it and you're on the tube home, ah. Uh, such a great feeling. Is, Just looking yeah. around going, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew when to go home. <laughs> this is so great. Yeah. Get off a Notting Hill, see Richard Curtis. You know? <laughs> Perfect, really. Yeah. See, that's... Yeah. So that's where I am now. That's what you're doing now? Yeah. You won't stay out very late? No. And I don't... I try not to go out more than, like, two or three times a year. <laughs> a year? I, I, I was expecting a week <laughs> and then just a year. <laughs> so that's got to be big occasions. Birthday? Uh, what did yeah. you do for your last birthday? Last birthday. Yeah, what did you do for your birthday? What did I do for my birthday? Um, I can't remember. Uh, don't know. Oh, <laughs> do, you know, do you know? I do know what I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, I know exactly what I did. Yeah, I know it's going to sound like I was deliberately forgetting, <laughs> but we did the last ever car, uh, USM gig. Oh wow! On my birthday last year. Was that quite emotional? It was for a lot of people. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was emotional. There were a lot of yeah. uh, large men. In tears at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it must have been emotional. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> physically, seemed to be. Yeah. And where was it? At uh, Brixton Academy. Was there a reason it was there, or? Um, no, just uh, that was where we sort of 
that was like our spiritual home or something. I suppose. Yeah, because in part because you know because we we split up and mm. got back together again. When we yeah. got back together, and we only did like two gigs a year. Yeah, and they'd always be at Brixton Academy and yeah somewhere right somewhere outside London. But this time we did uh, Shepherd's Bush Empire and Brixton yeah. Academy. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so. Were they long gigs because it, it was the final one? Did you do like a really? Yeah. I mean, I would have liked like to have done it longer, but really, but uh, the, the guitarist was less keen on that idea. <laughs> but they were, yeah, they were definitely like four times as long as they ever were yeah. when we existed before. Yeah, you know, and I tend to talk a lot as well. Yeah, so you, you know, always overrun slightly. Yeah, do which you're not allowed to do unless you're like, American, right? You know, and they always say, "Oh, you know, they turn up an hour late." Yeah. And then they went on for four hours or something. Yep. How's that possible? Yeah. And we're told to get off now. <laughs> yeah. Or we'll turn the power on. How do they, they not get told off? They should have got told off. Yeah. I, um, I, I used to, when I, when I was in a, a band, we had to have a no talking between songs rule because we would just, we would go on for too long talking and uh, a lot of the time we'd be bickering as well. There's two of us in the band. It was just a lot of bickering back and forth. But, uh, <laughs> you know... But sometimes yeah. that could be more entertaining. Yeah, I think for some people it was. Some people l- l- liked those bits. I'm like, yeah, keep on. And, and we would get heckled a lot in bands. So uh, we, we used to just be arguing with someone who's telling us how it wasn't music, we should be playing something else. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, but we, instead of just ignoring them and playing the song, we'd get involved in the argument. But like, not even like a real cool, not in like, in, not in like a, yeah, shut up, mate, and all that. Just in a proper like, well, everyone's entitled to their opinion, sir. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not for everyone. It's not everyone's cup of tea. And what you like, someone else might think is rubbish. So just don't shout out. <laughs> so rather than actually, like, you know, really going to town and being a proper, proper band about it. Um, let's, uh, let's go back to your, your iPod and see what, what the next uh, track is although I'd like to talk more about the, uh, the final show you did if, if you would like to I think it's yeah, very interesting yeah. uh, so uh, here we go let's see what the next song is on, uh, on Jim Bob's iPod here we go Fubar Radio Baby I Love Your Way by Peter Frampton <laughs> All of Jim Bob's favourite songs <laughs> being played tonight. I mean, uh, it's, that's the third one from this Jackie album that we, we yeah. think th- might be a girls' comic, but we're not I think sure. It must, I think it must be like uh, I think it's because it's like a double album compilation album. So yeah, maybe that's. It's a double album. Just one. There must two. be a reason that's why what keeps coming up. Why this is happening? I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not embarrassed by it. I'm just. Surprised. No, you shouldn't be. I'm just surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not playing all my public enemy stuff. Yeah, my, it's not, not playing all anything we. Anyone expected? Yeah, all my, my, uh, my hardcore. Uh, yeah. Happy house and stuff. Yeah, that'll come up, I'm sure. Maybe the next one. Peter Frampton. I always just think about when he was on The Simpsons. That's all. Reminds me. I mean, he, he did the, the Homopalooza yeah. episode. It's brilliant. Yeah. And uh, that's a that's probably one of the best episodes I'd say of The Simpsons. I'm, I'm going to put my neck out. All he right. was really funny trying to release a giant inflatable pig at one point I don't I can't remember ah oh, it is funny mate let me tell you well, it I'll, is I'll funny check that one out when I go home oh it's very funny <laughs> it's, uh, it's great this is him at a music festival and uh, Homer going to a music festival and trying to fit in uh, doing quite well I think I mean do, do, do you like festivals no, I, I, I kind of find that I get really moody at them now and I just feel yeah. like I've been especially when it's raining I feel like I've just been locked out of my house for the weekend and why why am I here I like, I like them uh, I've hardly ever been when I wasn't doing something there, when I when I didn't have to be there, yeah. So, uh, and I think that when I've when I've enjoyed them, that I've enjoyed them when I've 
when I've done what I had to do and then left not long after. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It's when you stay, it's never, never lives up to what you're, it's, you, I think, because I did one uh, last, well, last week, week before, it's actually a literary thing, so I was reading from, so I've got a book, oh, out, yeah. so I was reading from, reading from that, that's what, what I was doing there. What was the festival? Uh, Curious Arts. Cool. So I was yeah. being interviewed by Simon Evans. Yeah, great. Um, and that and it was really nice, really nice festival, mm. and not you know not crowded at all. Yeah, so that was kind of nice. Yeah, know? and very posh. And then we had we had a, like a posh those um, safari tents. You know, oh yeah, which is like bigger than bigger than the house. Right. And you think, oh, this is nice. And <laughs> it's you know paid for by the festival and that. Yeah. But then uh, the first night, because we thought, oh, this will be great. You know, we can go for the weekend because it'll be lovely. Yeah. But the first night, there's still doesn't allow for like some drunk bloke. Yeah, setting his tent up behind it and yeah. deciding he's going to stay up till five yeah. in the morning shouting. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where <laughs> where you are. Yeah. I don't think I've ever stayed in a tent at a festival and not been next to the biggest twats at the festival. Yeah, yeah. Well, they find you. There's t- so too. many of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, think I think, yeah, I do feel like they are just the ones for me but I guess it's like that everywhere oh sister yeah I, mean, you know, I don't want to sound too down on people in general but, uh, but they, they are they are pricks, people are they? awful aren't they so like you know yeah you're at a festival you're, oh, you're just yeah. the same yeah it's you can't complain because yeah. oh it's a festival man yeah what's the matter with you that's the thing it's like because everyone's it's like how you know normal people when they go on a stag do or a hen night will completely transform yeah. into the worst people in the world yeah when they go but uh, the same normal people go to a festival they start adopting this weird yeah. kind of uh, I think contradicting like uh, hippie vibe that is just completely like oh what's the matter man but also like you know, ready to punch you since they had, <laughs> it just doesn't really seem to seem to compute and you just end up amongst them going oh I really I really and, and they ruin songs for you yeah, you watch, watch bands you like and they're just around you just just ruining it just yeah. you know just, just like pushed each other <laughs> banging into you it's just like but not, but not in a good way you know Ah oh, no, I can't. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I guess yeah. Me and you will only really go to them now if we're if we're working it, there. Yeah, for you, yeah. So I'm going to one at the weekend. Yeah, but I'm staying in the hotel. Is it more for your book? It's for yeah. For the what book, what, yeah. what what is the book? I didn't know you were doing them. That's yeah. I've done. I've done a few. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't bring this up. But you said festivals. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. didn't sneak in there to take. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. No no. no, no it's very uh, interesting. Yeah, it's about the fourth. Yeah. The fourth about the fourth. <laughs> it's exactly the fourth. <laughs> it's exactly fourth the fourth novel. book. Yeah. novel yeah and what was it what's this one what's it called what's it about it, well this one is called uh it's a sequel yeah it? so the one before was called the extraordinary life of frank derrick yeah and this one's called frank derrick's holiday of lifetime right and it's about an 80 well he's 82 years old in this one yeah and he's uh basically goes to america to to sort his daughter's life out yeah and lots of japes and <laughs> sad, <laughs> and sad events happen is that a lot, a lot of sadness? Yeah, point, uh, poignant, I think, is, yeah. the, is the word that gets used a lot. Yeah, nice It's laugh out loud, and yet really, really quite depressing in places yeah. as well. Well, that's, I mean, that's perfect. Yeah. That's so exactly what, uh, what, life that's what most like. people, you don't sort of laugh out loud all the time. No. Um, or be constantly depressed, but a yeah. nice mixture of the two. Yeah. 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 That's good. Uh, how, how did you, when did you decide, did you always want to do writing as well, or was it just a thing that... Uh, no, I did because I, I wrote... Uh, the first thing I wrote was um, I wrote a book about being in Carter. Yeah. So that was that's that's what gave me yeah. the idea that I could maybe do, you know, write a book. Yeah. Um, 
but now people used to say it to me because 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 our because my lyrics were quite sort of uh, I was going to say lyricy. <laughs> Your way with words, for both. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there were a lot of lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so people yeah. always say, "Oh, you should write. Uh, you should write books." Yeah. And I always, I always found it insulting because I always thought what they meant was you should stop making music. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> always feels like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the way I felt about it. So, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, after writing that, the first book, and also when, if you write a book and it gets published, people have a lot more respect. <laughs> did you feel it, did you feel it change yeah I mean it's, it's you know it's dissipated now but, yeah. <laughs> but at first people think what you've written a book yeah people are more impressed that by that than if than you've written 10 songs or something yeah yeah you know, for some reason I think that that's more well, it, that's a, yeah that's solid that's, that's like magic yeah, you get that hardback book. I mean, I, 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 I think like today I was looking at my books, and uh, which I haven't got many. Like, me, me, me saying I've got my books makes me sound really good, but like uh, you got at least two. You got at least two books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, read Noel Gallagher, was it? Didn't he say this week he's only read one book? Oh, has he? Yeah. What, what's the, what's the it's, book? It's uh, on the road. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did it on his desert island discs. Oh, did he? And he, so he had to take a. Uh, he would take it on the road because it's the only book he's ever ever read and I thought that's well that's the wrong one to yeah. take isn't it yeah that should be take the last one you haven't read yeah why are you taking the book you've already yeah, read it's mad isn't it yeah <laughs> Is, uh, have, you, have you read on the, on the Road no I haven't no. it's the only book I haven't read <laughs> <laughs> you're Noah Gallagher we can really fill, fill each other in on stuff I'll tell you what a lot of people don't like it I quite liked it but it took me a while once you realise it's about someone looking after their deadbeat friend yeah. it's really great when you realise that he's like the only one who sticks by this guy, and that's what the book's about. It's not really about being on the road. Is it a dro- is it a druggy thing? Not really. There's some stuff like that in it, but like uh, it's usually annoy me. I sort of yeah, yeah. I think it's just about you know. But like it's about drugs. The drugs they took. Yeah, I don't think there's. A, it's, it's not fear and loathing. I think I think I'm mixing the two up. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not. It's not like that. Fear and loathing's all like a yeah shopping list of yeah. of drugs and. Uh, uh, two men just behaving appallingly. Uh, it's a good book, though. But um, yeah, yeah, I think on the road is more. For me, it's about about friendship rather than about you know drugs know or being on the road. I think it's like uh, like the Blues Brothers. Oh, I've never seen that. I've never seen that. No, well, we I'm, should go together. Well, I'm, I'm determined to never see it. <laughs> no, right. I, I mean, that's another Glaston- uh, uh, festival thing. Uh, right. Glastonbury. Yeah. Didn't sleep one night in a tent because we were near the cinema tent and they were playing right. uh, Blues Brothers. Is this uh, why you're never three watching? Three in it? the morning. Oh, God. So I've heard it. It's <laughs> <laughs> heard it. I've never seen it. Unpleasantly, in a way that you just never wanted yeah, to. It doesn't uh, interest me either. Here we go. No. If you, well, what book would you take onto Desert Island with you if you had to? Uh, I don't. Well, it would be something that I've read. I think, yeah. But, but then I suppose you can't. You, you, obviously, you're supposed to pick something you've read. It would be bad, wouldn't it? If, you, if something you hadn't read and you got there and you're going, oh, this book's shit. Yeah. And then you're just on the, on the island with this awful book. Yeah. Um, I probably I probably take something that I'd read years ago, so I might have forgotten. Uh, yeah. You know, like Catcher in the Rye or something like that. Yeah, something that I read and I know was great at the time. You blast through that though, Catcher in the Rye. It's bit, yeah, it's a bit small. That's like a, a day. It's so easy yeah. to read, brilliant. But yeah, you just get through it really quick or and it's uh, really funny. There's a, the, the amount of times in that when they talk about um, giving someone the time in yeah. Catcher in the Rye, it's sort of shagging someone. <laughs> so like. You, yeah. I'm going to give her the time. It's really <laughs> funny. And there's this line when he gets pushed over by one of his schoolmates. 
and uh, he says that he then told her told him to go and give the janitor's wife the time <laughs> and that she was like really old <laughs> and it's like I'm, I'm proud he is of himself for saying that it's great I might start saying that to people no, yeah I think yeah well I'm good as well yeah you go give her the time mate yeah. give that guy the time People, it sounds quite polite, but it's. Uh, if somebody comes up to you and says, "Excuse me, mate, have you got the time?" Yeah, wow. Well, oh, I'd give you the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a, it's very forward of you. Um, I, I, I want to get more hardback books. I decided this this morning. Yeah. I was looking at. I've got. I like Dave Eggers, Dave Eggers a lot. Yeah. And I've got all of his books, but I've got. The last four of them in hardback, and the rest of them aren't. I really want to get them all in hardback. I've got now. most of them in hardback. Have you? I'll just steal them off you, mate. Have you got, uh, what are the heartbreak, heartbreaking work of staggering genius? So I haven't got that in hardback. I, I got that in paperback. But weirdly, that's my least favourite one. Well, not weirdly, but like loads of people are like, they love that book. But like, and they talk about it as being his classic. I think, I think it's, personally, I think it's his worst one. That's the book that made me write the first part. Really? Oh dear. Part of oh dear. Just <laughs> what it, have I said? Because it, no, well, it was different. It was yes. What's your favourite one, would you say? His memoirs. Uh, My favourite one's Hologram for the King. It was, it's the um, one that's in Saudi Arabia. And it's, uh, uh, um, what is the what? What is the what's very good. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's really amazing. Zaytun. Zaytun's really good. Yeah, those are the two kind of like... Uh, what, what, what's that genre called when it's... Uh, is it faction? Is that what it's called? I can't it's remember. Like it was, that, it's, it? it's, when it's based on a real thing. It's like, yeah. that in, in Cold Blood was uh, the first one, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, I, think it was, it was like, I think they call it faction. Right? Faction now. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, those two are really, really good. And really, like, um, so sad because, because they're two true stories. Yeah. So they both end on, and their lives are still sad. Yeah. <laughs> and they're real people as well. So see you later. Like, oh, oh, God. But, uh, yeah, no, they're, they're really amazing books. And, um, I mean, have you, have you ever considered doing something like that, that you would, like, maybe talk to someone about their life and then write a book uh, about their life? So not about yours, but about... I don't think on that. Clever. <laughs> <laughs> it would take so much. You'd have to just interview them, I guess, countless amounts yeah. of times. He seems then, to do a lot, doesn't he? I'm, I'm not convinced yeah. he does it all himself. He seems really? to, you know, the way he sort of oh, sad. three books this year or something. Yeah, one's about this, and the other one's just a, yeah. yeah. And, and and running a publishing company and that isn't he? Yeah, well. he's got he's got loads of stuff. He's got yeah, he's got his McSweeney's yeah. stuff, and uh, he's got a little store. I went to a store in um, in San Francisco because it's the one he talks about it in his first book and. Uh, I think the thing was that they had it to teach kids creative writing, um, but they were told, or maybe it was just to publish the McSweeney's journal, and then they were told that technically it's a store, you've got to sell something. Um, and so they started selling pirate supplies. So now it's all just like messages and bottles and like eye patches and fake beards and stuff like that. Yeah. And you can just go and buy all those things and some books. Um, but yeah, and there's a big treasure chest or something like that upside down on the ceiling and uh, the person at the counter has a little lever they can pull and it will fly open and all these beards fall on you uh-huh. and then you go yeah you got bearded <laughs> and uh-huh. if you stand there with all the beards on you go oh thanks, thanks very much but I saw someone get bearded while I was there it was uh-huh. pretty good they, they were quite delighted about it to be fair didn't ruin their day no uh-huh. were they from Shoreditch or something yeah they probably were <laughs> uh, so, that was the only I, no, I, I did meet more English people over there, which is always bad, isn't it? When you're on, on holiday, oh, you yeah. meet more English people. This isn't, yeah. this mean, isn't be, the point. Be, being in the back, like being in a band, that happens a lot, right? Yeah, you know. So, yeah, it just sort of 
you'll be somewhere like you'll be in Tokyo or somewhere yeah. in a dressing room and two blokes will come in from Leeds or somewhere <laughs> and they and they because they're effectively on they're on holiday yeah well they're either on holiday so they're drunk yeah or and or they're uh, expats so they right. know they know more about Japan than anyone who was born there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 So you know, and yeah, and presume that you w- that you're desperate to meet somebody. Yeah. From England. Yeah, but you're gonna be really del- delighted. Yeah. Oh, thank God you're here. Yeah. But surrounded by all these strange things, really scary. But there are those bands. There's there are bands, aren't there? Like uh, Australian bands and that who sort of play wherever they play. They only play to Australian. Right. Yeah. Because because they're sort of you know, so they'll come over here and do a tour of tour of Britain or something and it'll only be Australians there. Well, sort of people who miss them must be a bit depressing in a way what I get is that when I'm uh, gigging abroad I only get heckled by English people yeah. mainly from up north mainly from Leeds <laughs> <laughs> mainly it's just like it's what a, what a show me what's what yeah. uh, normally, normally some big guy really big strong guy just heckle me try and take me down in front of some New Zealanders sh- show off to them or something uh, and then tell you you must love this yeah, <laughs> you love this, right? No, I do not. I do not love it. Um, let's see if the next song is uh, not from Jackie. Um, I mean, I'd love it if this went back to the album that the, uh, the, the "What Makes a Man" song was from. Oh, here we go. Nick came with the bad seeds. <laughs> Nick came with the bad seeds. Stagger Lee from Murder Ballads. Happy with that? Yeah. Yeah. Relieved? I've, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I say, I'm, I'm not. I wasn't sort of embarrassed by the other stuff. No, I wouldn't want anyone to think that I hadn't listened to anything since 1970. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You do know other stuff. Nick Cave, of course, also a writer. Uh, yeah, a musician. Yeah, uh, done films. Yeah. You, you ever thought about? I, I have written a, a film script. But have it you? Didn't get made. What was it? It was. Uh, it was of a short story. I did. It was called Word Count. Yeah. It was uh, set in the future where the uh, uh, there are no there's nobody to do the normal jobs. This is going to sound awful. Uh, I'll try to remember what it's about. Uh, and so uh, the only people who were allowed to make art yeah. were uh, they were picked on a sort of jury service style yeah. way. Yeah. So it, so you get chosen and he gets uh, the main bloke and he gets chosen to write a book. Right. And he's got no uh, he's never written anything. Okay. And so he has to and he's struggling to write this book. And then, yeah, other stuff happens. Oh, quite good, though. I like that. I like yeah. the thought of someone having to um, just pit, be put pit on jury services so you've got, got to do something. Yeah. And, then, and there were all these... Uh, so all the, all the people were like... There were, peop- there were people that, like Elvis Costello was in it just sort of having to... Because he's not allowed to... Just yeah. as an example, not allowed to make music. So he was doing it. There's like an underground scene of people yeah. illegally... Uh, you know, singing and <laughs> writing stuff and, that, and and meeting up. Yeah, yeah. You're quite obsessed with Elvis Costello. He'd be your Elvis Costello is one of your main. Yeah, I'd say yeah. I'd say, yeah, it was probably yeah somebody that I was into when I was a teenager that had that I still listen to now. Yeah, all the time, in spite of what today is. Growing <laughs> 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 up, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just, he never got in with the Jackie a lot. That was the, that was his main problem, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, did, yeah. He ever did a photo? St- he probably yeah. did. What is it about him that um, stuck with you that is, is like you think is like more more so than most musicians that you listen to, more, uh, more so than most bands? I thought. Well, I mean, he's ca- he's carried on. He's carried on. So yeah, you know, he's done. I don't know how many. I think I've got something like 
I counted them not long ago. Yeah. I think I think about 26 albums. Yeah. So most people, like, I love the jam. Yeah. But there are only, like, you know, five, four or five jam albums. Yeah. So, you you know, whereas so Elvis Costello just carries on. And obviously some bits maybe not as good as others, but mm. but uh, I don't know, you know. And I Still saw nice it, going along on that journey, though. Yeah. And, he, and I saw him live a couple of years ago when he did that thing where, they, you know, he's a spinning songbook. No, I didn't know this. It's like a was big it? wheel with, uh, like a big roulette wheel with yeah. with song titles on. Oh, okay. And they spin it, and then they play the songs nice. off of that, and it's it was quite like a sort of Las Vegas style show, I suppose. Yeah. And, and I think he was. I think he played for three hours. Great. But not at any point did I think this is going on a bit. Right. <laughs> yeah. He just played every, you know, every. Or, yeah, and he was brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, some people hated it. Uh, it uh, on the on the on the night, some people yeah. hated it. Yeah. But I, so I don't know. <laughs> what was their problem with it? I don't know. Maybe all the things that Such I just said. Such a great said idea. Sound like, yeah, yeah, I guess all the things you like. Yeah, or they did, and there were people who didn't believe it. You know, they didn't oh, believe yeah. that he was really. It was that. Yeah, know, like like what you oh, People, today, people you probably know. don't yeah. believe that There's we're no doing. Way this is, we're yeah. doing a shuffle. Yeah, this yeah. Is scripted. You've come on and gone. I want three songs from Jackie, please. Yeah. <laughs> I think he might have done. I think he might have played Alison, and there was right. someone in the audience called Alison or something like that. Right. You know, and it, but you know. It's quite a big venue. Yeah, awesome. yeah. It's quite a common name. It's not a, a made-up name. I think there's people called Alison in the world. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, songs. He's also very lyric <laughs> He is very lyric He, he fits, very fits a lot of lyrics into each, each bar. Yeah. yeah. He's got that kind of, um, uh, almost like a, quite a poet's voice. The way, the, the way he is, is the sound of his voice is very... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good for that. It suits that style, doesn't it? Of um, yeah, saying a lot of stuff and telling stories almost and painting yeah, pictures so, with it. Yeah. Same with Nick Cave, really. Yeah. Nick Cave as well. Yeah, like, he does that. yeah. very uh, very lyricy. Nick yeah, Cave. Very lyric-y. And all, I mean, it, it's, it, this album's called Murder Ballads, so you know it's, that's, it speaks for itself. Yeah. Or uh, so I'm obviously drawn to people with. Yeah. I don't listen to a lot of instrumentals. No. Well, who's got time for it? Yeah. yeah. But. Okay. <laughs> Nick Cave lives in Brighton, doesn't he? That's like, he I, does, I, well, yeah. I'm trying to think of what I know about Nick Cave. He lives in Brighton, yeah. We did a, we did a tour of Australia mm. um, in whenever, 1992 or something. Yeah. There was a tour of festivals. Right. The Big Day Out. It's yeah, Big Day Out, yeah. So we did that. And uh, so it was it was us. Yeah. I remember it was Sonic Youth, yeah. Nick Cave, um, Iggy Pop. And I can't remember, disposable heroes of hip hop season. Remember them? No, I don't and remember then, them. And then sort of different Australian bands in each in each right. city. But yeah, so it's a very very good lineup. It was good, yeah, yeah, lineup, yeah, yeah, and sort of vague. At, at, at the time, did you? No, it was a good lineup. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, but I think more so now because mm. at the time I thought, you know, I still, you know, I thought, well, we're the best thing on. Right, so, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Even though we weren't, or whatever, you know. Now I wouldn't think that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Nothing. But you know, I still thought I didn't. I didn't feel beneath anybody. Yes. Although I did worry that because we had to uh, travel by plane. Right. I did sort of worry that if there was, I didn't really worry, yeah. but you know, if there was a plane crash. Yeah. That we wouldn't get mentioned. Because <laughs> <laughs> sort of, yeah. maybe we were further down. Could have been the headline. Iggy, Iggy Pop, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. Iggy, Iggy Pop, Pop and, dies and musicians. Uh, and also British band at the sort of the bottom of it. Yeah. Page, a drum page machine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drum machine made it out alive, the only thing that. But it was sort of, I mean, it was, I think I was less uh, like the other bloke in the band who I keep saying. Yeah. Uh, Les <laughs> was very, he was a lot 
easier going with people. Yeah. So what I th- when I think about what you know that he was hanging around with, yeah, with uh, Sonic Youth and with Iggy Pop's guitarist and that, and they were just sort of like hanging around, swapping yeah. guitar chords with each other, like, or whatever. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I didn't really, I didn't really do that, you know. Punching traffic islands. Yeah, I was just yeah punching traffic islands and sulking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, first and more now was doing uh up on what he's doing now he's doing solo stuff but like um, I think a friend of mine his friend went to see him recently and said it was quite odd because it was like you know yeah. a room above a pub and not many people there which oh, you, yeah. is shocking but it's yeah well that's what that's people are like that yeah never really because we you know, I've, you know I've done solo gigs sure and, and you know I'm not saying people don't go but a lot, yeah. a lot less people would go Sure. Do you enjoy it more though? Do you find that like the people who go are bigger fans? Uh, yeah, but I, 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 you know, I have to, I haven't played music for like a year. I haven't yeah. this year. I haven't done anything live. Right. But uh, I, I, I don't like I don't like a place if it's not full. Right. So okay. I, don't, I don't care if it holds if it holds yeah. thirty people and there are thirty people there. Right. I'd be happier with that than if it held. 800 and there were 400 people there okay and yeah. it looked empty does yes. that make sense yeah that makes sense so, it's funny, I think a lot of there's a lot of comics like something like Tommy Tin and like his last DVD he delivered he did it to a very small audience because yeah. um, he just decided he would prefer that and to like scale it down a bit and like there's more and more comedians saying you know they think that stadiums aren't the right yeah. place to do you know comedy but I guess with music you would find I guess you, you, just, you just want it full, no matter what size it is. Or yeah, you know. and not just music. Even like when I've done like book readings and that, yeah, people don't generally go to those. Right. Yeah. So you know that's always a fear. I think you know. I think oh yeah, I'll do you know agree to do something, and then leading up to it, I'm thinking well, this is just going to be me in a mm. in a tent with like four people, right? Who've only come along because they've heard of Carter or something. You know, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's my always been my fear. Uh, Lack, lack of crowds. Yeah, <laughs> lack of a. So I mean, I mean, um, would you, I mean, do you, I, I, if, if you weren't friends with Sonic Youth back then, I guess you're not friends with them now. Or you wouldn't know what no, he's I up to. People, no, don't. It's, it's, it's quite, it's quite a fascinating character to me. I think first of all, just all like right. uh, you know, in that he's, he is someone who's still going, and that you can still hit rough patches maybe, and still push for him and continue to come out with you know you have these peaks and troughs still yeah. and that it, it doesn't like steadily fade out or anything you just can like somehow but you've still got a struggle just like you did in the begin- beginning in a way you know? yeah I suppose because he didn't really ever didn't really have the, you know they didn't have a big hits or anything to yeah to sort of follow follow up in any way do you know yeah. I mean? yeah that's true yeah there, w- there wasn't any um, I mean even like you know, I've, I've only got one of their albums but it's still a bit of a struggle, <laughs> you know. At times, well, it's quite yeah. like oh, I did like you know the live thing of the, oh, yeah. all that uh, you know, and they used to, you know they put the shoes and the put the shoes under the guitar strings. No, no, what's that? What, what did they do? Just, just I just remember that's that's the only thing I really remember. Yeah, some tucking like training shoe. Yeah, under the guitar strings, just because because the noise it makes. Make yeah, a horrible that, noise. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> and that was like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you like to see that. That kind of stuff live is brilliant. With a see a band do that kind of, yeah, uh, kind of things messing around like that. So uh, I'm going to Red- Reading once, and the whole day was bands that I liked. But a band called the Super Suckers, who I didn't know, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, but I stayed because I wanted to see the band who were on after them. And uh, at one point, the drummer did a thing where he was playing the drums, but the bassist was holding the bass up in the air. So he was also playing the bass with the drumsticks as well. The drummer doing a drum solo and playing the bass at the same time. It's brilliant. Right. But like, if I listened to it, I wouldn't care. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a kind of a bad bass solo over. Because it's bad when they like, do that with the, you know, when they do that thing where they slap the, you know, you've talked about this earlier, haven't you? you know, yeah, they, yeah. When, when they slap they the acoustic guitar, oh. you know, this guy is amazing. You know, well, yeah. no, it's not really. That that's one of the things that really winds me up. Yeah, now, me too. It's Pl- seeing play people it do properly. that. So yeah, it's like you know, this bloke is a, yeah. a brilliant carpenter that he just throws the saw at yeah at the wood. Yeah, <laughs> it's because because it, it, it's a trick, isn't it? Because yes, you see someone yeah, yeah. With, with, with the guitar flat playing it like that, and, and you think, oh, oh, amazing. Yeah, but it's not music, is it? It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a circus act or something. Yeah, I think it's just a little. But you just, you just don't know, as a member of the public, you just don't know how easy. Well, how much yeah. easier it is to yeah. do what they're doing yeah. than you think it is. Yeah, it hurts your fingers, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Like, for a few months. But when they played it like that, you go, oh, that must be really hard, because yeah. they're playing guitar no. where it's not meant to be played. It must yeah. be really difficult. But really, they're just doing what any child would do. Yeah. They'd they'd do what pick a type of guitar, they'd what? do it wrong, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing what a kid would do. <laughs> it's exactly right. There's, there's a film called August Rush, which was all about that. It was a kid. It was a really bad film. And um, I think the kid is... Um, was in Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as Charlie, I think. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's, like, falling on hard times, a little kid, and, you know, I think he might be an orphan or something. And then he starts playing the guitar like that, and everyone's like, this kid's amazing. And everyone loves this boy, and we'll go and see him play the guitar. His life turns around, starts busking a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I remember watching that and going, it's not, it's not very good, really. <laughs> he can't play it properly. <laughs> August Rush, that was his name as well. Yeah, I think I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> Recognised the title. I went to see it at the senior screen in Kettering. Okay. Uh, well, it's the Odeon, but they'd have a senior screen every Wednesday morning. And even though I was not a senior, I would go along uh, for the... Because it would be the only time they'd show a film that wasn't standard Odeon, you know, this is what everyone's showing kind of thing. And uh, the, this guy would choose it, the, who worked there, and he'd give a little speech beforehand about it. It's quite nice. Okay. And uh, I think the, 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 the kid who played August Rush, his grandmother lived in Kettering so she came along to watch yeah. it it's a big deal wow and you were just sitting there sitting there thinking this is shit <laughs> <laughs> this is shit I find this film offensive uh, do you get to get, get a chance to go to the cinema much do you, um, do you are you uh, are you someone who'd rather watch an, like an art house film at the cinema or go uh, to a big a no, big blockbuster d- don't, I don't go, don't go a lot I only go to see things if I know they're going to be good do you sit there and watch and go this is not as good as word count would be yeah maybe yeah yeah so, so when I go, it's sort of, yeah, I don't go and see a lot, but um, t- and we go in the day. We, t- we go to a lot of uh, those, uh, what are they called, silver screen things. Yeah, yeah. When you, and it just coincidentally just happens to be, we don't know that. And yeah. go along and they get the, you know, they give everyone, not us, yeah. but uh, free coffee. Yeah, get free coffee. But, but they all, but, but they, I'm not I'm sort of, uh, again, stereotyping all people over the age of 60. Yeah. But they they bring a, they get they obviously go every week. So yeah. they, they seem to bring like they bring sandwiches and yeah. and then sit in the cafe with their in the yeah. cinema cafe with their their lunch. And you think, this yeah. is not this is you know you got free coffee and a biscuit. Yeah, now you're just taking the piss. There's proper nest in there, don't they? But it's <laughs> yeah. got, got to be yeah. a day out. They've got, yeah. got a day out on their hands and sit in the same seat. Yeah, so we see a lot of films like that, but yeah. don't tend to see any bad films, as I say, because I choose I don't want to go and see a bad film. 
Yeah, it's quite. Oh, I, I like the touch of someone coming out and giving a little speech before the film. It's quite nice having a little, like, an actual person speak yeah. to us all. I saw uh, um, what's the uh, Indiana Jones, the Crystal Skull one? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not a great film necessarily, yeah. but saw that when it came out in in Los Angeles. Yeah. And and at that, it was like uh, I was just amazed by it. I'd seen yeah. films in America before, but not not yeah. in a sort of big. So, and with that, somebody came on at the beginning. Yeah, and you know everyone cheered and that, and then uh, and then every time anything happened, so like the like the name uh, director's name came out and everyone cheered, and then uh, <laughs> what's his face Harrison Ford's yeah. name, and then they cheered. Yeah, and about halfway through, the woman from the first film is on, and yeah. everyone cheered. But through the rest of it, they're all dead silent, right? And then applauded at at the end of the film. But I thought you know. That's interesting. That wouldn't happen here, would it? No, no. People, especially I mean, around here now, especially in London, there's the there's like nights that um, there's secret cinema club yeah. or something else where like they'll just do pop up things and you get to go and, and you have little things that you're meant to do. Yeah. Like if, if people go and see the room, which is meant to be like the worst film of all time, uh, people go and see it because it's such a bad film and they have moments in the film where you're, you're meant to do something so like throw plastic spoons at the screen right. or something like that that just um, annoy me yeah you would hate that <laughs> you'd hate it i don't want i don't want to i don't want any interaction no don't really want you know the in an ideal world if you go in the cinema you know when no, nobody else turns up yeah oh that's amazing just amazing, that's having your own yeah if i had my own cinema at home that that yeah that's how i would watch films as the absolute dream i don't want the uh you know the interaction that yeah, it's always someone annoying, isn't there? I don't know how much it would cost? It'd be so great to get, but to get your own cinema at home and actually have new releases—that's the—I mean, that, that, yeah, that's the dream. Yeah, yeah, get your own cinema at home probably is quite yeah. achievable, I'm but you'd sure, have yeah. to watch. I'm sure, things pa- I'm sure people do. You know, Bono or someone like that. Bono has like have his watches a brand new release yeah. in his cinema at home. That'd yeah. be good. It's so good. Yeah, you walk in. I, I nearly had it the other day. Walked in and thought, I went to see Love and Mercy, the Brian Wilson film. Right. And went in and just, yeah, I thought, I've got this to myself. And then right at the last minute, like seven people came oh, in. So not yeah. even just one. Seven all swarming around me. Or sitting around me as well. I was they like, do, this, yeah, this, this yeah. is completely empty, this cinema. Because you, you go, go to the middle, don't you? Or yeah. And then every, that's where everyone wants the middle. They all want to be in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a good film, by the way. But, it? uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's well, not, well, I don't know if you're into the Beach Boys or. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brian Wilson. It'd be great if it came on now. It'd be great if it came on. Imagine if it was the next one, it was Brian Wilson. <laughs> Especially one of the, they've got some really good bits uh, of on Love and Mercy where it's like the um, the studio out. Because I, I used to listen to quite a lot of the studio outtakes of uh, Pet Sounds and stuff. And so, and Paul Dano gets it absolutely perfect when he's kind of doing it, an impression of Brian Wilson in the studio and saying stuff like, What did you just do there? That's wild. And stuff like that. It's really, he gets it absolutely perfect. And doing the little. He's this awful sounding singing that kind of took, but obviously he's a brilliant singer but trying to mimic to them what they've just done on like the oboe or something so trying to do the sound of it he's, uh, he absolutely nails it, it Dana. isn't John Cusack he is in it as awful, well awful wasn't it he's not awful I wouldn't say he's, he's an odd choice because he doesn't what's annoying about Cusack's thing in it is that he could so easily look like Brian Wilson right. and he just hasn't fattened up for the role is what yeah, he needed to do yeah. he needed to be a bit fatter for the role and he kind of just didn't do it right. and yeah I, I wouldn't say his acting's awful in it but I think Paul Dano's acting's so good in it that yeah. it shows him okay. up a bit there you go okay. let's see <laughs> if the Beach Boys are the next, uh, next song on, uh, on Jim Bob's iPod I hope so Heroes 
David Bowie. 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 Oh. See, my I, I was raised by someone who just said both. My my dad would just guess. He's got all of his albums. Call him Bowie. Call him Bowie. Just uh, didn't never didn't really help me out if I'm honest. Or David Acaster. So I think because like people get quite angry about it. Yeah. His name is David Bowie. Yeah. But I think when he was first around the seventies, people called him David Bowie. Yeah. But I think it's one of those. I think everyone's just saying it wrong. You know, like Nestles yeah. or something. <laughs> they yeah. just sort of let it go. Yeah. Whereas now, you can't. You know, you've got to get it right. Yeah. You got. Oh, you got it. And then people but, stay on. But his son's name is is Zowie. Yeah. And then, but it's not. It's Duncan, isn't it? It is so. now. Yeah. Duncan, <laughs> Duncan Jones or whatever. Now his name was never Zowie. Yeah. It just, you know, he yeah. did call it that, though, didn't he? No. Well, he called Duncan Zowie Jones. Just oh. everybody. Yeah. Back then, called him Zowie because it rhymed with Bowie. Right. And then mixing the two things up, I presume that's you know. I mean, that's got to be annoying. Must be, yeah. If you're that guy. I don't but I presume he's over it now, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's making films now. Yeah. I enjoy his films as well, Moon, and quite, I actually right? quite like Source Code. So and, like, I mean, yeah. Not, like, yeah, there we yeah. go. I've finally met someone who likes Source Code. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. Yeah, I've seen it more than once. Have you? Yeah. Very funny little cameo in it by a comedian who's got Russell Peters in it. It just doesn't really make okay, sense yeah. why he's in there. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah, and the, and the Chesney Hawk song. So I read it, you know, it's yeah. got that. that. Yes. I, I read at the time that he'd. Uh, so I know they're friends now. Yeah. But I don't know if they were friends before. Duncan, really? James and Chesney Hawks. Chesney Hawks. Uh, but it's, it's moon, apparently he spent a lot of money because he really wanted that song. Really? So I don't know. Why, that's weird, isn't it? Because I guess well, for, for Moon, it's because it's yeah, the, the clones thing, isn't it? Because it comes out, I am the one and only all the time. Not in Moon. Yeah, they use it in Moon, don't they? I thought it was in Source Code. Oh no, maybe you're I think right. it's in Moon. Oh, I, think, in Moon. I, think, I think they wakes up to I'm the one and only, and okay. uh, oh, that must a little, be it, little joke, little joke. I think. Oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah. God, I really. I'm gonna have to watch it again now. Ha ha! To rewatch the whole film. Yeah, it is very good. It's a, such a. It's a nice like little play. It's not yeah. many like I, I like when. Uh, I don't. It sounds so simple. I like space films when they're kind of like uh, like plays for yeah. so like the first Alien film and stuff like that, and it's like ones where. Uh, so I watched, yeah. I watched it Interstellar last night. Yeah, that's not like a play. It's not it? like a play at all. <laughs> no. That's crazy. Yeah. What did you think of it? I, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it was mental. Yeah, but it's one of those ones that I could imagine people, scientists, getting annoyed about it. Yeah, I think, I think scientists that's, get that's, quite that's not annoyed. I think I think scientists don't get as annoyed as uh, just regular people who have a little a, a loose grip of you know grasp of yeah. science. Because we, we like to feel cleverer by going, no, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, the only thing annoying about it I found was uh, certainly in the first half yeah. was that we could not get a television loud enough to hear what Matthew McConaughey was saying. Right, it was all he quiet. Does it, you know, yeah. That sort of thing, doesn't he? I mean, he's, he's done well at reinventing himself, the reconnaissance. He has, hasn't he? Yeah. It's what, it's what, it's what people refer to it as, yeah. oh, I always do. Yeah. I mean, he's insane, obviously. and he's uh, True detective. Was, True Detective's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen season two yet, which everyone says don't bother with. Everyone, no, I everyone's, I are you good. enjoying it? Yeah, it's a completely different thing, though. Good. Well, no, but it has to be right. I mean, that's what I didn't understand about people, people's complaints really. Because yeah. I was like, well, they have to do something different. They can't just do the same thing yeah. again. So they won't get it right. I mean, there's not anything about it that's similar. I'd say. Right. Okay. I'd just think of it as another. But yeah, it's good. Oh, I, I mean, I'm going to give it a go definitely. Yeah. So but, worth uh, it. I, uh, I, I like the slow. A lot of people's complaints about some TV shows is that oh, it's too slow. 
I like that though. I yeah. like I like the slow ones. Quite, yeah. quite enjoy them and lure me in. Yeah. Um, and it's too slow and too slow. And some things are too slow. Yeah. But some things are just they're more sort of stylishly slow. Yeah. Like, There's loads happening in True Detective. Yeah. It's all it's all characters. It's all you know yeah. what's going on in their heads and stuff. Um, I, for a while, I had as my uh, Twitter status. I, I, I said I am Matthew McConaughey in ten years' time because of his crazy Oscar speech he gave about how his his hero is himself in ten years' time, okay. and it's always himself in ten years' time. Uh, but someone who didn't um, either didn't know about that speech or whatever, and just didn't like me on, or, or, or uh, didn't like what I did on some TV show, uh, tweeted at me: Matthew McConaughey won an Oscar, mate. Something that you're never going to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely got me there, mate. Absolutely got me. Also, as if that's an insult that you'll never win an Oscar. Yeah. You know, most of us won't. No. Those are very great actors. And then if you... Leonardo DiCaprio's never won an Oscar. you made the note of, 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 of who it was. No, 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 no. then, you know, if you do win an Oscar... Then I can you say... Get, you can tweet him back. Yeah. Right? Well, I think if I do win an Oscar, he'll know about it anyway. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be there. I think I ended up blocking him. I think he, he did the classic, um, I think, for, for a while, every time I was on anything. He'd pop up and be like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> I hate it so much. Like, mate, just stop watching these shows. I mean, you, you clearly don't like me and you've seen that I'm on them. <laughs> stop watching them. No, I hate you. You're never going to be like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> it's probably true. Um, I, I, my, I, I love his uh, in Wolf of Wall Street. Have you seen Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street? No, I, the, I don't want to see that. Why, 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 don't, why don't you want to? Drugs. Uh, you hate, you hate the list of it drugs. Just, it just sounds a bit too drugs and sex for me. Like, yeah. To the point of that it's going to be uncomfortable and unnecessary and because I've, yeah. I've seen all, all this Scorsese's other films yeah. that people have said this is not, like uh, what's that one with the uh, with Jack Nicholson and Matt Damon oh The Departed yeah and everyone said this is awful but oh, that's a brilliant film it's really good yeah but, but this one I just you know people have told me no it's not yeah who said The Departed was awful they just are at wrong. the time, I remember people saying, "Oh, yes, because he didn't he win or, not, or he was." He won best picture for it. Yeah, and everyone said oh, it was his worst film and that. Yeah, but, uh, well, it was great though. Yeah, it definitely wasn't this. I mean, it was, it was a really good film, but it was. I mean, people can have a go because they can just go. Well, you know, I mean, he was just being given an Oscar because. Yeah. You know, they they, they were like, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry, we should have given you an Oscar quite." Actually, quite a few times before and we didn't do it, so we're giving you one now because you know. But it was, it was weird that the one that he won for, cause it wasn't even, um, it was a remake of a Japanese film, I think. Right. So, uh, yeah, that he won for that, and it was just, yeah, not even really his film, uh, as much as like you know, Taxi Driver or Raging Bull or films like that. They never never got the nod, Goodfellas, stuff like that. But um, it's a really good film, though. I mean, people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyone saying that's bad is. Yeah, idiots. Yeah, a bunch of idiots, quite frankly. Um, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, you probably wouldn't like Wolf of Wall Street then. No. I mean, uh, if if you don't like drugs and sex and stuff, there's a lot. It's of not that. Like I don't like. Very it. debauched. It just sounds just. I don't know. Just don't really know what I mean. But yeah, it's, I, it's really. I haven't crazy. heard anything about it that makes me want to watch it. No, no, no. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like your thing. <laughs> it's just loads <laughs> of like. Yeah, they're just doing loads. Of, it's it's really horrible. All, all working on the stock exchange and just doing yeah. drugs and banging each other, um, and uh, it's that anarchy and nothing. Nothing matters. It's really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> really horrible. But it's a good <laughs> film. And Matthew McConaughey in it does this thing where he's hitting his chest and doing this. <laughs> and he does that. That's how he gets ready for stuff. <laughs> and uh, apparently, uh, 
that's what he does in real life. They just saw him doing it and said, "Let's can we put that in the film?" That's how he gets ready for things. Okay. Hit his chest and then it's like, um, um, <laughs> doing that all the time because uh, he's crazy. He's a crazy yeah, man. He clearly, is. That's what he does before stuff. He says it gets him centered. So he's just focusing. He's not focused on anything around him before acting. He's just doing that. He doesn't have to focus on anything else. Just gets into it and then he gets to go on. It's like a tribal thing. Just, you know, make it feel strong and powerful. Do you ever do that with Carter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> ever, ever do that before going on stage? <laughs> Start hitting yourself? No. No. Shame. No preparation. No prep at all, of course not. Days. No. Yeah, pretty, you, you, must, what, what, you must think that there must be musicians listening to this and listening to you saying no prep and they must be very jealous and angry <laughs> that you just, you just walk on. Yeah. Especially when you say you didn't used to practice much or no. do that, that you were just... Go and do yeah. it. It's like, what? We're practicing for hours every, every yeah. single day. I think people have got to be good these days. Yeah, you know, yeah. And they got to like, you know, whereas, you know, we just relied on. Uh, don't yeah. Know. But it must have been a thing. We, yeah, there must have been still quite a lot of bands who were, you know, falling by the wayside and wasn't working. Was yeah. it something that you thought set you apart from that? Well, obviously, you said at, at the time you just thought you were brilliant, so it was fine. Yeah, well, we, you know, we were. I'm sure, we were good. Yeah. Oh. But, you know. I don't know, just people are very professional now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And we definitely weren't professional. Yeah, a bit boring, isn't it, all the professional yeah. ones? Though? I suppose they've it's got more boring, to lose now. Not more to lose, but yeah. less to gain. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, don't, you don't get out, you don't, can't just sort of, you don't get much of a go at it, do you, if you're in a band? Yeah. Like, uh, you know. Yeah, when, when they do find someone who's a bit crazy, like Pete Doherty or whatever, they, Pete Doherty, they really try and uh, make a big thing of it. Yeah. in a way that's sort of quite boring you know, like, this guy is the crazy one and then yeah. this, it becomes this weird manufactured thing that's, 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 that's horrible in a and way then, then you don't yeah and then you're just watching somebody being horrible yeah essentially yeah not doing the good but like stuff being encouraged yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway we, we, we're coming to the end of the show now a uh, bit of a negative note to leave <laughs> it on but hey, hey who cares uh, for Jim Bob thank you so much for, for coming along today and uh, we're going to play one more song from your iPod, see what it leaves us with. Uh, what, what, would, what would you hope for in an ideal world right uh, now? I'm guessing it's going to be something from the Jackie album. Yeah. But, uh, I, I would like, obviously, obviously Costello. Yeah, you'd, yeah you'd love some yeah. Costello, wouldn't you? Yeah. Right, well, let's see. Here we go. Uh, thank you very much, Jim Bob. Thank and, you. And uh, one, one more song. Come on, Costello. Squeeze! Oh. 